So we're reading the emails here. See what we got. <laughs> what is this? Okay. Well, I'm not going to say your username just uh, out of respect for privacy. I get enough phone calls. So how about we just uh, give people kind of the gist of what you're trying to say here. So you only listen to motivational content. That's great. Cool. That twirls your beanie, that floats your boat, that tickles your pickle. Fine. But you're dogging my show because I don't have, you like the comedy format, but you don't like, uh, there's nothing inspirational for you. Okay. Well, I mean, this show isn't for everybody. This is straight comedy. Do you want a motivational channel? Go listen to a motivational one. But you know what? You want some motivation? Huh? You want the silly comedy guy to give you some inspiration? I can do that. I can do that. Okay, so when I first tried to land, you know, listen up, man. You asked for it, so you're going to get it. When I first tried to land iHeartRadio and Pandora, they sent me an email back saying, okay, uh, your listener base doesn't fit what we're trying to do because the podcast market is oversaturated. We don't want to be like Spotify. We want, you know, excuse me, we want unique content here. We want unique content. We don't want to be oversaturated like all the other guys. And uh, I emailed them back and I was like, it's funny how you mention listener base and then you say unique in the same sentence. And I was like, hey, tell you what, can I have a Zoom meeting or a call or something like that? Because doing this over email is just, yeah. obviously we both have a lot to say. And they granted me a Zoom meeting. This was iHeartRadio. One of the biggest media companies, you know, if you want to have a podcast, you know, right? And I'm trying to chase these guys. I'm trying to land my show on these platforms. And uh, by the grace of God, they give me a meeting. And uh, they said, you know, we, we reiterate what we said. We want unique content. So what's your listener base? And I said, what does that matter? And, you know, I, I could have said the cliche thing <laughs> and said, well, this is the only podcast hosted by Billy Shoemate. And, you know, I have this and I have that. But something in my brain just clicked when they said that. And I was like, you know what? This is time to be truthful here. So what does that matter? And I said, well, we want to make sure that you have a listener base to follow you. So, you know, uh, we, you know <laughs> we want to make you viably marketable. And I said, look, let me tell you something. I have sponsors, okay? Spotify is one of them. Spotify. Prevail Guitar Works Distro Kid. I have sponsors. And if you listen to my show, you'd be amazed that I have sponsors. Because most of my listeners, especially the hardcore listeners, they're sitting there going, how the hell does this guy have sponsorship? I mean, the some of the stuff that he says on the show, my God. Because those companies know that I don't need them. I have a... <laughs> do I make a million dollars a year? No. Do I have 60,000 plus listeners every month? I'm listening to in 82 countries. But I still work in insurance. I still have my day job. Do I make a million dollars a year? No. But every time I've held a fundraiser for no disclosure, every time a mic is broken or a mixer phased out or I needed something and I had to post a fundraiser to get something for the show that I needed, it was met within hours. Even by people who didn't even listen to the show. Not weeks, not days, hours. Why? Because they know that this guy's going to stick around. They know that this guy has a mission. Ever since I was a little kid, and this is all what I've explained to him. Ever since I was a little kid, I wanted to be on the radio. I've always wanted to do it. And then uh, I grew up. 
<laughs> and met some people who worked in radio. I worked at Walmart at the time. And I'll tell you why this is important. They hated it. They all hated it. I applied for a radio position thinking, well, it's probably just, you know, like any other job. It's not for everybody, right? Local radio station was hiring a comedy guy. I sent them an audition tape. I showed up to an interview in a banana suit. Yes, <laughs> this is true. I showed up to the interview as a six foot tall banana, big foam banana suit on. They loved me, loved it. They thought it was great. At the end of the interview, they say, okay, well, uh, have you uh, worked in radio before? I said, no. They said, well, okay, uh, they're talking about FCC licensing and stuff like that. And we want somebody edgy. We want somebody, you know, on the edge. We want this. And then they start going over the rules of things that I cannot say on the air. I'm like, okay, so you want somebody edgy. You're basically looking for the next Howard Stern. You want somebody edgy. But uh, your next thing you do is you tell me a bunch of rules. And they said, well, you know, uh, we, <laughs> we don't want the same problems that NBC kind of had, you know, with the Howard Stern characters. And I said, Howard Stern has had millions of dollars in fees <laughs> and penalties and fines from the government because of the stuff he said on the air. He can do that. He can afford to pay those things. I said, if, if, if it's going to be like this, I'm out. I'm out. And with me working at Walmart at the time, this was also an industry, much like radio. This was also an industry that started off with somebody who had respect, who honored the people who worked under him, who, would, who refused to wear suits whenever he went out and met people who you know worked at his various locations. They made him wear a suit, so at an act of defiance, he wears a trucker hat with the logo on it, wears his tie crooked on purpose, tennis shoes instead of dress shoes. He would go to these stores, greet every single person, when an employee went up to him, not a corporate guy, an employee went up to him and said, you know what I think is a good idea? Someone who stands at the entrance of the store and just greets the customer. And the, C the creator of this company, the CEO, says, you know what? Peon, that's a hell of an idea. Implements it. It works. So I also worked for a company to where that original uh, mission statement, that, or that or original vibe is dead. It became corporatized. It was run by the, the kids and the nephews and the spoiled brats. In radio, I saw the same way. So I had a mission. And I'm telling iHeart all this. I had a mission. I had a personal vendetta. You guys crushed, radio crushed my childhood dream. I was going to go pirate. Seriously, I know that's extremely illegal, but I don't give a shit. I was going to go pirate. And then I start hearing about this podcasting thing. And I said, okay. No FCC license. Get to say whatever the hell I want to say. This is a radio. This is a radio waves. This is a radio. Nobody owns freaking radio waves. The FCC found a way to do it. They packaged it and they licensed it and they said, okay, you need to do this to do that and then you need to go to school and do this to be able to talk into a microphone? No. No, 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 no. I had a personal vendetta against radio. I wanted to take them down. I wanted to slay them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wanted to carve on their headstone because I saw in radio what Walmart had done to me. And uh, I jumped on this podcast wave before anybody knew what the hell it was. And what happened? We took them down. We slayed radio. Radio is dead, kids. It is dead. And I played a very small part of that. 
And I told iHeart, I said, the reason why you <laughs> should put me on this platform, I don't care if I have one listener or six million a month. Because these people who have met my fundraising goals who don't even listen to the show, number one, know that this guy ain't going anywhere. Number two, they know that this guy has a mission. This guy slayed a juggernaut, and he's still here. Because that juggernaut's in its death rattles. He's just waiting for it to get up so he can kick it again. You know? <laughs> I had a sling. I was going up against the giant, boy. That battle's been won before, so I wasn't scared. Nope. I was here to take down terrestrial radio. And you know what? Podcasting did it. Is no disclosure completely responsible for that? No, but I played a small part. I'm a crack in their headstone. Not a big one, but I'm there. I am there, boy. And I said, I don't care if I have one listener, six million a month, whatever. You're going to get a show every week guaranteed. And whenever something happens, I have a Patreon account. I have this, that. If I need something for the show, I will get it. Because there are people that believe in this. Because I have a mission. And it's not just arbitrary like money. No, it's not about that. I am the most successful podcast of my kind. I work in insurance. I say, Billy, how the heck can you say something like that? You work in insurance, dude. You still have a day job. You're talking right now on a $40 microphone. Why are you calling yourself the most successful podcast? Because I accomplished my goal. I had a mission. I set out to do it. And whenever this podcast needs anything, those people will be there. If uh, one of my sponsors doesn't like something I say or doesn't like a joke that I said or gets butthurt by something, there's the door. I don't need you. I don't. Fully independent. I don't need you. Whatever you pay, don't give a crap. My audience will match it. And even if they don't even listen to the show, they'll match it out of spite. That is why you want me on your show. You want to talk about originality and then you want to talk about listenership in the same sentence? No. Sorry, it doesn't fly. <laughs> so naturally... They uh, go to their next kind of bulleted question as they're just sitting there in kind of stunned silence. Billy, what is your definition of success? What's a definition of success? Definition of success is destroying your Grendel to save the village, right? Is taking down your Goliath. You accomplish that, boy, you're good. And people will notice that. That is what success is. I, I said I'm also part of the most successful metal band that was around in the early 2000s. They said, well, I never heard of you. And I said, what? I suppose that's your version of success, right? <laughs> you had to have heard of me or bought my album. I said, we were a Christian band with a secular sound. Our second gig, second or third gig, something like that. Two girls come up on the stage and they accept Christ. We succeeded. All right. We did something that no <laughs> band at the time had the balls to do. And we had that as a mission. And we nailed it. We succeeded it. We have a song called The Immortal. It's about the Highlander series. You know, very fantastical kind of Iron Maiden sounding music. But then, the second or third gig, we just get started. We get to see two human beings in real life become immortal. That, <laughs> I didn't want to be Led Zeppelin. I didn't want to be the Beatles. That would have been cool. You know, oh, I'll take it. You'll be dumb if you don't. But, if you have a goal that's bigger than money, if you have a goal that's, if you have a juggernaut to slay, right? <laughs> if you have a dragon to take down with a pointy stick, people will follow. It might be 600,000, it might be 6 million, it might be 10. But you know what? Those 10 are going to be rabid. And they're not going to be listeners, they're not going to be supporters, they're going to be an army. And uh, yeah, they... <laughs> 
we convened, you know, our meeting. Two weeks later, get an email back saying I'm not only on iHeartRadio, but I'm on Pandora as well. Podcasts at my level do not achieve that. So you want some motivation, there you go. If you want to accomplish something in life and you don't feel like you've been successful, well, maybe your definition of success is screwed up, number one. And number two, maybe you need to re-examine what your mission is. Are you just out to make money? If you are, step aside. The big boys have missions. Think about that. You want some motivation? There you go. Now, back to the comedy. 